It is not often that we have what I consider a living legend on the show, and yet here we are with someone who is so remarkably inspiring. It is not funny. Her life, her story has been immortalised in a movie starring none other than our own Naomi Watts and, of course, a very special magpie, but I'll let her tell you all about that. What an honour to welcome to the show the real Sam Bloom. Good morning, Sam. (laughs) Good morning, Lucy. You're a remarkable person, and I feel like a lot of people know your story, whether they'd seen the movie or not. I knew of you before the movie but there are some people maybe there's like three people who don't know let's talk about why someone made a movie about your life and about that split second moment that changed your life we were in thailand in 2013 and i lent on a railing and it had dry rot and i didn't realize and i fell six meters and broke my back that was the beginning of a very crazy journey and so i was in hospital for seven months i came home and i was not in a good headspace at all. No. Um, because I'd been super active before the accident, and then to be confined to a wheelchair was very challenging. Mm. And and then we found a little baby magpie that had been blown out of her nest, and so we we looked after her, and she brought happiness into our family, mm. which was sorely missing since my accident. That was a, a a remarkable coincidence, wasn't it? That in your time of sitting there dealing with your grief of being told you wouldn't walk again and then this little tiny helpless magpie just appearing <laughs> and needing you to look after it and keep it alive. Yeah. Like what what are the chances of that? What do you put that down to? I don't know. I mean, maybe it's fate. Maybe we're meant to find her. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And she came at the perfect time. So she was with us for two years and then she eventually flew away because she obviously got older. Maybe she was looking for a boyfriend. I don't know. <laughs> so she came at the perfect time and then left at the perfect time because I was in a much better headspace when she flew away. Isn't that remarkable? And and the photos of Penguin, I mean, there's some very famous <laughs> books about Penguin and the photos you all took of her were just, they are extraordinary. I grew up in Queensland and we had pet magpies as well. We had yeah, two cool. magpies who lived in our house and they would they'd have babies, they'd bring their babies back. It was extraordinary. So I have such a love and affinity of magpies. I think they're remarkable birds. What was it like sharing your house with this little bird for two years whilst you're going through such a a traumatic time? Like, I can't even imagine weighing those two things up. Are you even having the headspace to go, I'm going to look after a magpie when you're trying to look after yourself? Well, I think what Penguin did for me, I mean, she was so vulnerable when we found her. Honestly, I think I stopped thinking about myself as much. I had to put all my energy and focus which we all did, into Penguin. Mm. So that was a good thing because, you know, I kind of stopped, I guess, stopped feeling sorry for, not that I felt sorry for myself as such, but I just had to put all my energy into looking after Penguin. Sounds strange, but I think she gave me my confidence back a bit. And when she took off and when you realised she wasn't coming back, how did the family manage that after she'd played such a huge part in your life? Oh, it was pretty funny. I mean, every time we see a magpie, we'd be going, bang, 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 <laughs> being, hoping it was her. I mean, like I said, she, we're all in a much better headspace. Mm. We were all happier when she left mm. because I was busy wasn't kind of bringing everybody down. Maybe she'd done her job. She's done her job. Come to save the family. You've achieved some extraordinary things since Penguin left and and since you have had a remarkable story of just resilience and and just Mm -hmm. going, you know what, I'm either going to choose to, I guess everyone makes a choice in their life, don't they, regardless of what's happened. You either choose to just lie down and let life wash over you or you step up and go, well, this is it. This is uh, the hand I've been dealt. And and you've just absolutely stepped up. Tell, Tell us about a few of the amazing things that you've achieved. Well, I mean, I've been incredibly fortunate because I have had amazing support. It was five years after my accident and I got this 
letter from a lady. Her name's Nola Wilson, and her son is a professional surfer. And I didn't know Nola or Julian, and, and just this letter, I just need to get back out in the ocean and, and give surfing a go again, and, mm. and I did. I'm so grateful to Nola just for that one act of kindness, totally changed my life. So wow. I got into the surfing again. Obviously, I'm lying down, mm. which is totally cool. Yeah, I went in a few competitions and I made it onto the Australian para surf team wow. and went to America to compete at the World Championships and I did quite well. I did really well. <laughs> that, that's amazing, Sam. I just, I absolutely love that. My goodness, you are, you're unstoppable. It's amazing. And, and then they make a movie about your life and then one of the most famous actresses in the world is playing you. And I know you were, I know you were involved behind the scenes because I guess for you, it probably was really important to be represented in a real way, not a Hollywood way, especially when you're talking talking about big topics like disability. Yeah, absolutely. When they optioned our book, that was the first thing I said. I said, I just want you guys to make it real and honest and don't Hollywood it. Yeah. You know, yeah, don't make it all Hollywoody. And, you know, I didn't want the end of the film with Naomi going, yay, life's great. Yeah. (laughs) Because sure, it gets a bit easier, but it's still like incredibly difficult. Yeah. So yeah, they honoured that, which I'm really thankful for. And you are doing a little bit of work with the Disability Expo here in Melbourne. You're an advocate for it. Tell us a little bit about that. When's it happening? And why should people go? Like, what, what is it that, what, what do we need to learn about disability and how can we best advocate for people who are battling that? Well, I mean, on a personal level, I think the Expo, like the Disability Expo, it just showcases all the opportunities that are out there for people with disabilities. Mm. Because I know myself, when I came home from rehab, I actually did go to an, an expo in Sydney. Mm. And it was just great because it just, especially if, you, like, if you've had an accident and you're kind of new to the whole disability world, mm. it's so hard because I had no idea what was out there for me, what I could access and, and whatnot. So that's why I think these expos are fantastic. There are so many opportunities out there, regardless of your ability and disability. That's why I love them. Are you heading to the one here in Melbourne? Cam, my husband, and I will be there on the 25th. Yes, and you do a lot yes. of speaking now as well, don't you? So that's <laughs> a little bit. Do you love that? Is that a good part of this journey as well? Or it, it is quite hilarious because I'm like a full introvert and like <laughs> the shyest person ever. No, seriously. Like before my accident, if anyone had said you have to get up and speak in front of people, there's no way in the yeah. world I would have done it. So. It is quite bizarre. Mm. So, yeah, no, I do like it. I get nervous. You know, I'm not one of those people who just own it. Yeah, not Tony um, Robbins, no, not Tony Robbins no, just I'm yet. No, not Tony Robbins, <laughs> exactly. I think that's what connects with people because I think people really love real people, authentic people, and I yes. think people are drawn to vulnerability and honesty and I think, like, you didn't want your movie to being turned into a Hollywood movie. I think the same no. for you. You're not going to become that Tony Robbins speaker. You're speaking no. from a, such a real, authentic place. I'm really moved by your your courage, your grace, your realness and your hope. What's your advice for people going through tough times? Because, like, let's be honest, there's some tough times in life that aren't really that tough. Like, people can get upset about things that really don't mean much in the grand scheme of things as opposed to maybe things like you've gone through, which are big things that really do matter. But everyone does have a different journey. So for people who are struggling, what's your advice for people today who are in their dark season? What's your advice to keep on going? Because you just keep on going. So I feel like you've got the key. You've got the key. My advice would be just to find a purpose, like something you're passionate about. Mm. That's what's helped me. Competing, you know, I'm very passionate about that. And that's, that's what gets me through the tough times. Yeah, that's what I always say to people. Just find something that you love doing. Yeah. It kind of gives you a goal because then it gives you a reason to get up out of bed, something to strive for. Yeah, that's what's helped me. 
Well, Sam, you are amazing. It's been amazing to Thank well, you, it's been amazing to meet Penguin through the books, and then to see your story in this really beautiful movie, and then to know you're still just doing most extraordinary things, pushing yourself and and not stopping. <clears throat> it's so inspiring, and I hope you understand how inspiring that is for so many people. So we oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll have all the details for the Disability Expo on the Light Facebook page. You can go there. You can go fangirl over Sam. Go have a photo with her. <laughs> I think you're awesome, Sam. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, Thanks for having me, Lucy.